What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You're listening to Lyles Movie Files. Got most of the gang tonight. Chief, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm shout out to everybody out there listening, and uh, shout out to the fellas who do the show. Um, you know that I that I that I do this this great thing with. Indeed, indeed. Jay King, what's shaking in your world? Man, everything, man. Back to school. Back to peace. Back to freedom. Back to life, back to reality. Everybody, thank you for joining us. We love doing it for you. Um, what's good, my brethren? I always I enjoy this. This is one of the best parts of my week. So it's, 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 a, it's a wonderful thing when I'm on here with y'all. Indeed. Jace, what's up with you, little brother? Nothing much. Uh, I don't have a soul to soul like Javon, but hey, I'm, I'm living and that's the good thing. It's thanks, guys. All right, so let's get things started right away. And I'm just going to start with the movie that I saw last night. And I can always tell how a movie review is going to go based on how quickly I feel I need to write it. So I watched Happy Time Murders last night. This is the movie with Melissa McCarthy. She's a detective, and she's teamed up with a puppet. This is a world where puppets and humans come together. And this is a film that's kind of like the dark side of Sesame Street and the Muppets, and the trailers and the Red Band trailer especially show just what kind of film audiences are in for. A lot of cursing, uh, puppet sex, and all kinds of racy craziness. So before I talk about my thoughts on the film, fellas, what were your initial impression when you saw this trailer? Did you think, hey, this is something I could be interested in? Or did the warning signs come up? Chief, let's start with you. Uh, I saw the, the, the previews for it. I think I was waiting for the review to come out on, 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 on live movie files before I even attempted to uh go see this one. This is one of those ones where you I gotta go with uh the number one reviewer. Um I, I, you know, I wasn't prepared to spend any amount of money before I heard what was going on with it. It looked kinda of cheesy. Um you know like like a like a, a grade B Roger Rabbit. Um so no I you know like I said I didn't hear any reviews, I didn't see anything. I saw the uh you know, commercials for it, it seemed a little raunchy. I knew it wasn't for kids. Um, but, uh, no, nah, I didn't have any intention of, of going to see it until I, I found out, you know, if it was any good. I got to I gotta save my, my 30 bucks when I go to the movies now. Chief, you know, you reminded me of something, and I have to give a real shout-out to the audience of which I saw The Happy Time Murders. There were no, there was no evidence of bad parenting last night. There were no kids, no babies whatsoever. They didn't get fooled in by the puppets. They saw the trailers. It was like this one is not for the kids. Shout out to my audience who who actually paid attention and, and showed some responsible parenthood. Javon, what you think about this? Oh uh, yeah, I I, I, I was cashed out of that before I even looked. When your theatrical trailer features a 30-second gag of puppet jizz, I'm out. I'm not even done. I won't even, like, if it was free passes, like your radio, goofy radio station is giving away tickets, I would have left them there and asked them, look, do y'all have coasters or something else you can give me, like a T-shirt? 
I would have left them passes right with the station. This, there's nothing there. It's Melissa McCarthy with puppets saying curse words and having sex and doing drugs and being raunchy. I mean, I, I don't know, man. If I was 12, maybe that would have appealed to me, but nah, not even 12. It just looked dumb. And this is what I was saying before. With these movies they have her in are just wastes of her talent, total waste. And I know she had to carry the whole thing, didn't she? Man, she had, let me see, a full eight-piece luggage set. Wow. wow. And she worked hard, man. I mean, I, I felt bad for her because it was like, she's funny, and she's working so hard. You can almost see the sweat on her brow in every scene because she's just trying to make it work. And it's like, man, Melissa, you, you really need somebody who's going to just find that awesome bridesmaids kind of role for you where you don't have to look silly and goofy but can be funny and you can you know you don't have to carry the whole load yourself this one man you could see the strain she was she was under trying to make this work it looked like it it looked like it with this that that movie looked really thin and look the puppets and the sight gags aside when you are relying on that to sell your movie, it's going to be a bad situation. It's going to be a bad film. So I don't know what it, what what's it going to take for her to get a real project again, man. I it, I don't know. If she's doomed to this. Like just whatever comes down the pipeline, I'll do these terrible comedies from now until. Hopefully, it gets better for. Her. Yeah, you know she is the one person that I wish somebody creative at Warner Brothers would go. You know, we should put her into a comic book movie and it's not like every i mean there's not a lot of characters that melissa mccarthy would be well suited for but there is a kind of a fringe character who's dated dates back to the 1940s with the uh justice justice society of america uh red tornado the original uh mm-hmm. woman yeah. and and she's kind of has that physique and you can put her into the costume and it's just like a lady with no powers just trying to trying to do her thing but the kind of catch with it is they could put some of those other heroes the the green lanterns the flash alongside her is the iconic ones but she's dressed up in this outfit where nobody even knows that she's a woman and she's just trying to do her thing to stop nazis and help clean up her block and She's kind of has that roll up your sleeves kind of mentality that I think people would really respond to well with her in that kind of role. Mm-hmm. Somebody's anyway, got to make it happen. Just, that's just me spitballing. Jace, what did you think about the trailers for Happy Time Murder, and did it make you interested in seeing this film? The trailers, they gave me that, okay, if they actually just don't try and go with the, like, toilet humor, maybe this is going to be okay. But when you saw puppets and then you saw the real toilet humor, you're just like, yeah, uh, free free passes, like Jerron said, free passes isn't going to be enough to get me to go see this one. If somebody, if you, you said it was a good movie, I'd have been like, oh, uh, let me think about it. And have I seen everything else? But I, I mean, after, after uh, this year, uh, certain, uh, uh, lack of enthusiasm for after you uh, talk, talked about this movie. I, I'm quite glad that uh, I was not invited to see this one. Please. So thanks for that one. Okay, so the deal with this is it is like going to a comedy show and hearing a comedian tell one joke 
the same way and expecting you to laugh for 90 minutes. There's no depth to it. There's no like, oh, that was clever. And I think what really stood out to me in watching this was I'm a huge fan of the Muppets, the Muppet show, pretty much anything involving the Muppets. I had the game on my phone because I love the Muppets so much. They're really clever and, and smart and witty. And as a child, I liked Muppet humor one way, but as an adult, I can see the other side like, oh, that was funny. I see there were, there were two different ways they could take that level or that joke. You could take it from the child level where it's like, ah, Kermit's flying around. But if you listen to the joke that set that up, it kind of works as you're an adult. But this movie is like, hey, hopefully you're down with sixth grade humor and puppets cursing the whole time and and just hoping that'll get you through with the comedy. Because there was nothing to it. It was like, okay, puppets having sex. And that's one scene. Puppets doing drugs. Uh, puppets... Uh, being sleazy, skeezy, having plastic surgery or bleaching their skin to look more human. And it was just like, wow, this could be funny. But it's just, it needed a better writer who could not go the, the easy, lazy route with every punchline. So, fellas, y'all made the right call. so far from everything that y'all have seen, because I, I think when this when the year goes down, I think this one is definitely going to be one of my contenders for the worst film. But what have, what have y'all seen so far that would qualify for your worst film of 2018? Uh, oh. Chief, let's start with you. My worst movie of this year? Uh, trying to think. Uh, gosh, I got to go back to see what I've, what I've seen this year. Uh, right. You, I, I hit me off the off the cuff. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think everything I saw this year. I've I've seen a terrible movie. Um. Okay, let me do it this way. Y'all are yeah. smarter. What was the one movie trailer or commercial you saw this year that you like? There is absolutely no way I'm putting down two pennies to see this film. Like, I know time. who's gonna be trash, and I'm not gonna see it. You can't, you can't include this one. Oh man, okay. So, so Javon, you got one? Um, Wrinkle in Time, because I knew that was something I was gonna have to see. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I knew I was gonna have to see it, and I, when I looked at this, I saw the trailer. I said, "This is a waste of everyone's time involved, from the kids." to the grip, to the craft services folks. This is a waste of everyone's time. Nobody's going to see this movie. When they show Oprah, Reese Witherspoon, and, and what's her name, Lindy, Mindy Kalig, all standing together as the all-knowing uh, best multicultural friends Benetton I ever, I, I was like, yeah, this is, this is going to stink. And I'm going to have to be, I, I'm going to have to take off the little girls to this movie. <laughs> and they're going to love it. I'm going to hear about this for the next three weeks. So, yeah, that, that's that's right up there. That's up there for 2018 for me. Gotcha. Oh, um, so, Chief, how about you? What was one that you were like, uh, I'm not attaching this one at all? Um, You know, um, The Rock's got two of them that I knew I wasn't going to see. <laughs> um, Oof. 
I knew I wasn't going to go see Skyscraper, and I knew I wasn't going to see Rampage. Um, so I, I have no idea what they did in the theaters. I just knew that I wasn't attending. Um, and I did not. I see them, like, I go to my Amazon Prime now, and I see uh, Rampage sitting there. I'm like, nah, that's a movie that I won't be buying, even on on Amazon, you know what I mean? Like I'm not oh even gonna pay God. the the, the fourteen ninety nine for for that. I have no interest in seeing those two movies at all. And I, you know, I don't know why it hit me that like it did. But when I saw the when I saw the uh, previews for them, I was like, nah, I'm not gonna see that. You know, it's, it's not gonna happen. I got that, and I did. So and you did uh, not. I did not. So I, I knew that. Um, that wasn't going to happen. Now, I had no interest in seeing Solo, but I know eventually when it comes on cable, I'll probably sit down and watch it. Um, same with The Meg. You know what I mean? But Skyscraper and Rampage, I was like, nah. <laughs> when I saw the leg come off on the trailer, I was like, nah. <laughs> I said, I said he's, he's, he's doing all this with one leg? I said, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, man. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, like I said, the uh, the rampage joint, man. It just it just looked, uh, nah. And, 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 to be honest with you, fellas, it might be on me, man. I'm, I told you. I think I we discussed this before, man. I think I'm just sick of the rock. Like I was no. watching. Uh, I realized that I had not seen the Fast and Furious, the last one, all the way through. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to the movie theaters to see it. Um, I realized I didn't I didn't watch it. All. I still haven't seen it all the way through. But I thought mm-hmm. it was on the other day, and from whatever point it was on, I watched the rest of it. You know, I got the gist of what happened, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And The Rock, you know, he at one point, you know, he pops in and doing whatever he does in those movies. And I just remember just being like, ah, like, get back, huh? Like, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? And, and don't get me wrong, I, I I like The Rock. You know what I mean? I, I've gone and seen both of his movies, but it's just I think that they're, they're they're pumping out so many at this time, and none of them are quality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? They're just they're just quantity <laughs> at this point. Um, and uh, hey, the, hey, The Rock <laughs> is the golden corral of movies. I'm just gonna keep yeah. pumping it out there. Ain't gotta be good. You're know, you gonna eat it though. Right. How many times can you go back for the cheese fondue? I just <laughs> So and I'm telling you, man, I'm done. I'm 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 done with you know, like I said, I had no intention of seeing it. So those are those are the rock movies. Both rock movies I knew I wasn't gonna see. Now, he may come out with a movie next month and I'm like, yo, I gotta go see this. But those two right there, I knew I wasn't gonna enjoy at all. And 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 I'm still not. And and they will And I even get my my. <laughs> they have it. Sorry, Wait, Rock. Me... Please don't beat me when you see me in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James. How about you? Uh, you guys hear me now? I hear you now. Okay. All right. Okay. Sorry about the delay. So. As soon as this movie was announced on the big calendar for movies this year, I knew I had 0.000 to infinity 
chances of seeing this movie. And yes, we're talking about Teen Titans Go. I have hated the way they've done Teen Titans since they've actually done them on Cartoon Network. And to actually have a big screen adaptation of them, I also wanted to remind them that I was going to be nowhere near the movie theater the week it actually came out just to make sure that it didn't think that it was helping the overall box office of releasing that movie. So that was one of the movies. The second one is not been released, but I have no intention of seeing it unless, unless there there is no way. Is the Predator? There is no excuse to make it. I mean, just like just looking at the cast, you're just like, can I get I shake all you guys' hands for just trying to make this movie? And, and none of you guys look like this is going to be horrible, but I don't think any of you look like your action hero going to stop a killing machine that goes on different worlds to, you know. Did kill Adrian Brody look like an action hero star? Did I see that one? No. That was good. I don't remember a damn thing about that movie. <laughs> Other than them falling, other than them falling onto the planet, I don't remember anything. Crazy Larry Fishburne, nothing. Nope. Oh, now, if you say like Aliens versus Predator, where you're just like, "Ooh, look at the people about to die for Aliens versus Predator," like Sonia Lathan might make it out. Ooh, I don't even know. I don't. I think she might have at the end. She did. Yeah, I think so. But Predator, no. It's like, I mean, Sterling K. Brown. Hey man, great acting. Glad to see you got some. It's, it's looking like your year. Uh, they're, they're finally getting you in some movies, and that's cool. But no, nah, that's that, that's not gonna get done. Sorry. Black man, I'm work. actually looking forward to seeing that one. Well, you can tell me how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I will. All right. So since there can't be a week where we don't get a new remake coming down the pike. Got a new one. Kenya Barris and Yamara Taylor, uh, two of the folks behind Blackish, uh, are going to be working. This is their final ABC inter- or ABC Studios project, after after which he's going off to Netflix. He's already signed that deal with them to produce Netflix content. Um, but right now he's got one last thing coming down the pipeline for ABC. And that is, let's see, a remake of a 60s sitcom. I gave you that clue. Let's see who can come up with it. The Jeffersons? No. 60s. 60s, right? Yep. Surf size six. No. <laughs> You're making that up. Man. You got to make that up, right? All right. Good times? Nope. 60s. Hey, man, what's been a common theme of a lot of these reboots? We're changing the original cast and throwing a little diversity in the mix. Uh, Archie Bunker. You know, Archie yeah, Bunker. You got way too quiet. I, I was actually afraid. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I was, I was thinking that wouldn't actually be bad. Um, no, Chief, you got any ideas? On a reboot? Yeah, 1960s. A TV reboot? Yep. 1960s. Yeah, but we. I'm sure you saw. <sighs> you seen it at some point during its many runs in syndication. Green Acres. They've made a movie oh. remake of this already. Oh, no. Leave the Beaver? Nope. Siobhan, you think you know it? Beverly Hillbillies? No, sir. Oh, wow. Okay. Bewitched. They've already. 
Oh, Will Ferrell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was garbage. That's why nobody remembered that. Mm. <laughs> pure, pure on the dulcet garbage. It wasn't even like half. It wasn't mm. even decent. Like you couldn't. Uh, and I like I didn't even go to the movies to see that either. I caught that on cable. And I'm a fan of uh, old girl who uh, played the part Nicole of uh, Nicole Kidman who played yeah. But uh, now nah. I ain't even. I, I was I was like yo. I don't even know. Like you ever watch a movie and then you say to yourself like who did they make this for? Like it's it's too yeah. silly for adults, but then it it doesn't fit in that that child genre or that teenage genre. It's just it's goofy as hell, and uh, that was that was you know um, that was bewitched. It was it was embarrassing. Yeah, well they're giving it another go. This time it's going to feature Samantha, a black, hardworking single mom who happens to be a witch. Why she got me a single mom? And she's hardworking. I didn't. I didn't finish the the whole spiel. All right, go ahead. So she's a single black, mom. hardworking single mom who happens to be a witch who marries Darren, a white mortal who happens to be a bit of a slacker. They struggle to navigate their differences. Oh, Sorry, it's taking. Yeah. Uh, um, Okay, so they struggle to navigate their differences as she discovers that even when a black girl is literally magic, wink, wink, she's still not as powerful as a decently tall white man with a full head of hair in America. Oh my I don't God. know. That almost sounds like it's a privilege. It's a privilege. Thanks, brothers. Nothing. No, that's garbage. That's garbage. <laughs> look, look, look at it. I would like to see diversity. When it comes to interracial couples, I would like to see a little more diversity than the white male with the black woman because they're pumping that narrative down our throat for I don't know how long now. And I'm not. it's not opposed to any opposition. It's just there's so many other versions of interracial couples we can explore, y'all. Um, and the hey, premise man, of, not on the CW. Right. And, and the premise to be which don't work no more. There's certain things that you can't reboot it. You can't remake it because it was a time capsule. It belonged in the era that it was in. That's it. Bewitch mm-hmm. now don't work because Samantha, first thing she's going to do, I'm a witch. I'm just making, I'm just money, okay? I'm not, I'm not poor anymore. Problem <laughs> solved. I'm, I'm bewitched, so right. instead of my loser boyfriend, I'm going to be with whoever, The Rock, or, or whatever turns my fancy. Uh, Henry Cavill, whoever, it don't matter. It it, it don't work. It's like Adventures in Babysitting. Let me ask you this, What up? So you we you know we've all we we you know so you got your woman whoever you know whoever that might be you dating your female, mm-hmm. and uh, you might have kids with her you might not you know what I mean and I'm not putting anybody's status out there like that online but I'm just saying you may have kids you may not now. <laughs> For the most part, nothing is magical about your woman in 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 a, in, a, in a mystical sense. No. How the hell do you leave a magical woman to raise a child alone? Listen, so 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 right. So if Thank your you. woman was a witch, would she really be single? I mean. You know what kind of lifestyle that would be for you. You you're not you you can't leave no witch and go back to no regular woman. 
No. Let's, let's be honest. So that fails right there off the top. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. Um, let's say the one power wait, she can can't have, have is she can't create love but attraction. Like, maybe we put that away. She, yeah. she has to deal with everything else in real life. I mean, she can do anything else she wants, but she can't make attraction or people fall in love with her. She got, yeah, perfect. but she's and a witch. Why are we poor? But why are we poor? Okay. But uh, even, if, even, if, even if even if you know, I mean, a single witch, a single nah, witch. That they already messed up there. They but, already messed up. You know what I mean? They already messed up there. You you're not gonna let no witch woman go. I wouldn't. Uh, drop you know what I mean? I think right. drop somebody after sex. You know, entertain me, baby. You know what I mean? I mean, just, what if she can help out with traffic, I just I appreciate that. Now, I mean, exactly that, that right there. The like, hey, come so. on, how can you get like? But, have any of you ever rode a unicorn into work? Thank you, thank you. <laughs> right, right. Imagine getting Tom off your Brady mighty unicorn speed. <laughs> they make Tom Brady throw interception right here. That. Oh gosh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Come on now. And make them run the ball in there. Rewind that play and make them run. <laughs> let's, let's just be honest. You're not gonna leave no a single witch. Come on, let's let's stop that right now. Okay, all so right. We already know. Okay, guy got her, her her greatest love died, and now she's getting over that, and that's how we get to. She doesn't know how to love again. So she picks some slack. I gotta try and pitch this somewhere because you guys are making too good a point. <laughs> so, but, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, on your got? way, like if I died right now, on my descent into hell, and as I'm looking back at my life, I'd be like, yo, why is she not coming to get me? She's a witch. She can just bring me back to my body. Like I'd be messed up. That's what witches do. Stay on, bring me back. You know what I mean? What the hell did She's I die for? Bring me back. So it doesn't work for me. Back. It's not gonna work. All right, all right. It's not gonna work for me, man. You know, just you know, do the little nose thing. You know, and whose nose is that? What 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 girl we gonna give her the nose? Right. Who's gonna shoot nose? Who who's gonna play the part? You can't. It's all about the nose. You can't have no 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 wild looking nose out there. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you can't have a super ethnic nose. Right. It's got to be, you know, it's got to be a one, two, 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 two. You know, how she, yeah. yeah. yeah so it's it's going to be some people to consider. I like the girl from uh, uh, the Fast and Furious, the new girl that joined. She's from um, Game of Thrones, too. Now, now for you, Daniel. It's done. Yeah, it's the well, last season. They finished shooting. Oh, it's it's Okay. Did anybody see the, uh, the witch with uh, Will Ferrell and um, Nicole Kidman? Unfortunately, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. That was what? Oh, the bubble guts, that's man. That's your chocolate daddy. Chocolate <laughs> daddy. <Straight> chocolate daddy. <laughs> hey, that was egg salad left in a hot car, man. That was ooh, that was that was bubble guts. <laughs> bubble guts. You saying that was some raw and nasty shrimp left on the bar? Okay. Oh, yeah, Jay. Right. I didn't think it was that bad either. I didn't either. I'm like, it was, it was I mean, it was, it, was a, like, it was a Bewitch remake. Yeah. That was a throwback to like, oh, okay. That like, we did. Now, be. Who? 
You don't right. want to go back to <laughs> Which re- I mean, there's only like maybe Ooh. five remakes that are actually worth looking at. Like most of them are. Were you, were you screaming for that? Were you screaming for that re- Bewitched remake? Was anybody screaming for it? I got to it? see Bewitched. I got you know? to see no. Nah. No, if, if you say, you know, you know, Will Ferrell pitches you Bewitched, I think I'd be like, you're, you're the lead? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I'd take nah. that. You know, you know, know. I'm going to tell you another show that we did, The Flintstones. And you all see what happened <laughs> with that? All right, let me ask this question then. Is there right. any show from any time period, you know, from you watched back in the days where if you were watching the syndication or when you were a little kid watching it from the 60s, hey. 70s, 80s, or even 90s, that you would pay money to see a well-done movie remake? Yeah, we, we covered this. Yeah. Greatest American Hero, right? I forget. Everybody had their one or two. There are so many shows that they should bring back either in a film capacity or the small screen, but you got to pick it. You got to get it right. You can't just bring it back because it was popular. Yeah, it was popular, but it may not work today, and you may not be able to translate it to today. Like, I look at Hawaii Five-0, right? And I'm, like, baffled by its popularity and why it works until I was, until I watched it. And it works because they've got a pretty good cast. These are all people that have been around the TV on different shows all over the networks, right? Chi McBride, what's my man that was on um, Law and Order? They got uh, 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 Jimmy Khan's son. So it works. It, it, it's, not, it's not all over the place. It's not just book them Dano every week. They made it work, and they, brought, they modernized it, right? Mm-hmm. That's one thing you got to do. And you also got to tap into a show that you can retell this story or tell it in a different way that applies to today. Like Bewitched, we just poked holes all through all through it. We just poked holes all in it. Hawaii Five O, something like that. You can you can take that all over the place. A show like I don't know, let's let's spitball real quick. A show like Miami Vice doesn't work for today because there was something unique happening in that city at that time that resonated for a story to be told about vice cops in my in, in drugs are drug filled Miami, cocaine fueled Miami. And it was the eighties, it was neon excess. It worked. You couldn't do that today. You couldn't do it today. And that's the thing that I think the studios have to look at when they start saying when when they're totally devoid of ideas and they start scraping the bottom of the bag looking for anything that they can put out there. You gotta say, okay, well, what translates to today? And they're not doing that. All right, Chief. How about you? With something new that you you would reboot, you can say, hey, I got the power. I can make this. I can cast who I want and take care of everything. You know what I might do, man? I might do a Twilight Zone reboot. Mm-hmm. I used to that enjoy works. the Twilight Zone. Um, and not just because, I mean, it was some, some of the joints, you know, uh, a lot of the stories, man, ended messed up. Damn. And uh, to be honest with you, I can enjoy, I enjoy a story that doesn't end all as well. And a uh, perfect example, um, I didn't get to go see it in a the movie theater. I wanted to, but it was it, the times were never good for me. It was on Amazon the other day, and I bought it. Um, Rampage, not Rampage. Uh, Upgrade. Oh yeah, I yeah, saw, yeah. You know, I saw Upgrade. Dude, that ending 
was messed up. And it made me love the movie. <laughs> right there off the break. I mean, the movie was exciting, you know, you know, it had its little, you know, I mean, you can't dwell too too hard in the story, but, you know, just watching it for the action or whatever. At the end of that movie, the way that thing ended so messed up, I loved it. And that's what I loved about The Twilight Zone. And there used to be a show called Monsters that came on. Um, and that was a great show I used to watch every week. I remember a particular show where this vampire would lure people to his his castle, his room or something, and, and kill him. So this particular night, he lures, I, I can't remember, the guy or girl, but he lures somebody back to his room, and that person turned out to be a werewolf and ended up, you know, <laughs> but it ended up, you know, killing them, you know, killing them. But Wait, it was, man, it was one of those the, things where... That wasn't on Creep Show? Or, I mean, uh, like, Tales from the Crypt? No, nah, I, I, I thought this was on the thing called Monsters. <laughs> It was parents that were vampires. You yeah. know what though? Between um, between Twilight Zone, Monsters, The Hitchhiker, Tales from the Crypt, Tales from the Dark Side, they I'm not saying that they recycled stories, but they had so many stories to tell that sometimes you would think it was on one, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and it would seem like okay, yeah, they, they were all over. There were so many of those stories being told, and maybe told a different way on this show and that. But then hey. those serials, oh man, you, you brought me back. Okay, okay. Oh, hold on. The one, it's I, divine, I guess... divine. Hmm. No, no, mm-hmm. Go ahead, James. I make my point. No, okay. What, what I was gonna say is like Black Mirror on Netflix is very much like The Twilight Zone. I mean, it's like I mean after that first episode, I still haven't like. Yeah, that that was after. I mean, it's like I, it, it, it's taking me a couple episodes, like the weeks to get black. All right, I can plus play on uh, episode two. But I mean, that that's it's like that's more very much like a, this generation's Twilight Zone. Like I don't, I know it's not, probably not as popular, but I think that if you you might want to give that a, a try and see, like, oh yeah, that, that very much gives you the Twilight Zone uh, vibe. Yeah, but it's it's a popular show. And I'm saying that if if that came to you know not everybody you know we I'm, like, I'm assuming we may all have Netflix but not everybody has Netflix um you know that would be that might make a good TV show um, matter of fact you know you were saying uh the, the, the episode I'm pretty sure this was Monsters and they had an episode man where two people were in two different missile silos and all of a sudden something went wrong nuclear war happened. And so you're, you're getting to know these two different characters from the two different silos after the world is, you know, pretty much destroyed. So when the world is destroyed, they're in darkness and vampires come out and these vampires keep luring uh, people, you know, the two left, the four people left from their silos. So the joint ended with the last person left in the silo. Everybody else is out there, a vampire. And the dude, the vampire saying, come on out. And he's like, no, I'm not coming out. And the vampire's like, well, we got all the time in the world. And he starts punching the code, zero, 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 and zero, zero, one, and zero, zero, two. And that's how it ended. And I was like, God, that, I mean, that's your reason. That episode, I cannot find that. That episode is still on my mind. Because after it ended, I'm like, gosh, damn. Like, eventually they're going to get the code, get in and kill them. And it was just one of them joints that just got me like that. So I miss TV shows like that. That after the after it ends, you think about it for a minute. Like, damn. And um, I find that I don't. 
I think about very little after an episode ends. I, I think about it very little, like it's something, unless something significant, you know, significant happened. And usually in those shows, the whole episode is something of significance. You know, every episode is different, so they've got to put a good foot forward with the episode. You know what I mean? Um, so you don't get that that low episode. You don't get that Walking Dead episode where nothing happens. Right. Every episode, something happens. Yeah. So that's me, Jeff. I think that's, 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 I'd like to see something like that come out. Something that every episode, they've got to come up because it puts pressures on the writers to even deliver a good, uh, a good product every time. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't, you don't, you can't, you can't sleep through an episode. So you're all about that, those anthology kind of shows. I, I do enjoy that. I do enjoy a good, a good show, man. I mean, like I said, like Jay said, uh, the black, the Black Mirror show. Everybody, you, everybody, you know, they, they're good. Everybody, I went through them. I went through. I guess the season's only like four episodes long for whatever reason, but you know, I sat there and watched all the seasons, and you know, that day. <laughs> so, it is what it is. Okay, well, speaking of TV shows and series that we all end up watching, we got some, to me, very exciting and good news about this upcoming Arrowverse. Superman and Lois Lane are going to be joining the three-part Arrowverse crossover in December. That's in Flash, Arrow, and closing out with Supergirl. Legends are benched on this one, so we only got three. And we already know that this one's going to be debuting Batwoman. So with Superman returning, which is great because Tyler Hoechlin or however you pronounce his last name is great in that role. And we're also going to get Lois Lane. Chase, what do you think about this? Because I know you're excited about our boy Superman coming back. Wait, uh, but he, he's uh, in Madagascar saving the one little area. So he's too busy to deal with the world killers. It's a totally different thing. Focus. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, there's a crossover. Right. Okay. Got it. Yeah, he, it was, I think Supergirl really lacked last season by not having him in any episode because it made no sense. It was like there was this giant uh, threat, and they never basically like even bothered mentioning Superman. So Tash just announced that he's coming back for at least uh, three episodes. Uh, that I think that's a good thing, uh, and it, it'll it'll kind of it, it's going to be funny. Like the rest of uh, the Arrowverse is going to be like. Oh, wait, there's two of you guys? Oh, we're, like, so JV class. Okay. Like, only one over here actually can do anything like Dallas Flash. So we're, we're going to stay over here now. But Lois Lane, I, I'm, I'm, I wonder who they're going to cast for it. I hope they go with a very traditional, like, just, just don't, don't try and go out of left field and make this some bigger than it needs to be. Just make Lois Lane. Like, don't listen to any... Don't don't listen to that voice in your head saying do something wild and stupid. Like don't do that. Just make so Lois. You don't want to see Lois be a bisexual. Is that what you're saying? Just everything. This just spitball that you could think of. Don't just 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 ignore it. Just I'm a, I'm a channel Bing Rames on this. Just ignore that ish. Okay. Just, right. Yeah. So if like they make a good casting for Lois Lane, I'm gonna be excited. Um, and so it's just, just don't do anything stupid. I'm like, All right, I'm start like, thinking, because at the end of this discussion, I want to hear who you want to see as Lois Lane. Uh, Javon, Superman's coming back, and he's bringing Lois with him. 
you interested in this crossover now anymore or no. kind of the same? No, same interest level, which is slim to none. <laughs> I mean, it, how much involvement is he really going to have? It's just going to be a screen time. A well, screen time. I think that that actor is really good for the role and mm-hmm. even if he doesn't do anything all that significant just him interacting with, with Green Arrow and the Flash will be fun mm. it might be. folks like me have been waiting to see Superman interact with those guys for a while well, bring it on let's see what he does but I'm, I, I got a bad feeling it's going to be just for show Superman's here and that's it alright Chief how about you what do you think Uh, this is for an episode, right? Or maybe an episode or two? He's going to be in all three episodes of the crossover. Now, I don't know if he's going to be yeah, showing I up just... in any other episodes during the rest of the season, before or after, but he's definitely there for those three episodes of Flash, Arrow, and Supergirl. I mean, okay, so he showed up in Supergirl. I mean, do... Do you do you guys do you guys when he showed up? Did you say, "Oh, this is great"? Do you remember greatness? I did. Because I, I, I don't he remember really greatness. Listen, it's not about him. It's about the writers. It's still always about them. I mean, Supergirl beat Superman the last time he showed up, from what I remember. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Back when that happened in that episode, I did. That so, did not happen. Okay. No, no, no. Don't that just. just you know what I mean? And happen. now. And now that she knows the cake trick, she's even more powerful. <laughs> so, so my whole point is this. It, 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 it's not like we've seen the Superman in this universe before. It's, it's the, the, the guy who plays Superman, not, I'm not going to say he does a bad job. They're, they're writing him to where they've already made him weaker than Supergirl coming in. You know what I mean? And at points during the season when Superman should have definitely served up on Supergirl, they didn't bring him. So you, you got these world destroyers and he doesn't show up for that. So what what does he show up on these crossovers for? Like what could be that? You know what I mean? Are you going to show up for these world destroyers but not these world destroyers? Or it'll probably be something silly like Nacho Cheese Man and Superman, you know, <laughs> Superman shows up. You know what I mean? So he was, like I said, he's from the Supergirl universe. He should have showed up in more episodes of, the, of Supergirl. Plus, there's no way they should have had Supergirl beat him. Now you've, you've, you've taken him down a peg. And and then you now you're trying to hype us up on the back end of that. But I'm like, hold up, Superman's not he's not a star. He's he's gotten beat. You know what I mean? So if he had done a couple of cameos in Supergirl where they needed him and he came through, you know what I mean? And not even where he uh Superman came, you know, all is good, just where he just fought in the fight. You know what I mean? It didn't have to be like a Justice League situation where he beat uh, the, the, my man so easily. He could just came in and just been part of the fight. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, they didn't do that for him. So it, it doesn't excite me. 
Um, you know, this this Flash, I like. I don't watch Arrow. Supergirl has gotten to the point where it's, it's crazy me to the point where I don't hear, want to hear Super in anything. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, I, we'll see. Like I said, I, I don't know how you give them such weak cameos and then try to help hype them up for the crossover. Oh, guess who's coming? And Lois Lane. <laughs> let's yeah, let's, let's right. on them out. Like, yeah. Like, Jimmy's weak. You know what I mean? Jimmy's character, the, the, the like I said, you know, his, his, his superhero guys, you're like, what? I mean, all the supporting characters, he was dating uh, uh, Lois Lane's sister. She came in, and she was, uh, you know what I mean? Like, that whole Jimmy, Lois Lane's sister thing was just lame. Like, they didn't build on that. We're going to bring her here for a couple of episodes, and then she'll leave. Like, listen, I don't know Lois Lane. What does it matter? Does Lois Lane fly in this? Does she do anything? It's, it's not even his series. Why is she there? That's the question. <laughs> Why would Lois Lane be in the middle of the fight for the crossover? Like, so, and then they hype it for us. Like, yo, Lois, you know Lois is going to be there. Uh, all right. You know, they, they should put Margot Kidder in there. That's who should be Lois Lane. Um, and I get that, man. You know, this, 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 I'm not excited, man. They've, 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 they've castrated Superman with the Supergirl universe. And now, now they're going to give us castration, man. Super castration. Uh, <laughs> does he fly? He just walks everywhere. He's a Superman getting off a bus. Oh, man. Getting out of Uber. All right, I'm done. All right. Right. Mm. Mm. Wow, Chief. You you know, man, you always have such strong feelings on these things. Whew. All right, Javon, uh, I'm giving you some time. If you come up with the lowest lane that would be appropriate for this Arrowverse crossover. The lowest lane? Like the, the actress? Yeah, just, you know, we're, we're we're doing a little quick casting here. Um, I, I love me some, uh, what's her name? Fiona from Shameless. Oh, what is her name? I think she'd be a perfect Lois Lane. Amy Rossum. Amy Rossum. God bless. Mm-hmm. I guess indeed. <laughs> I think she'd be a perfect. Yes, indeed. Yeah, she'd be a perfect Lois. She's Lane. perfect for anything. Anything. She'd be perfect as the Day Superman role. I would watch that as the Superman. I watched if she was the Arrow and the Flash. I wouldn't give it that. Yeah, just yeah, Amy Rossum. So there's that. I mean, right, any, any young dog-haired girl, you know. Well, maybe lines. they'll make her blonde because most of the people who are blonde in the Arrowverse, they kind of switch over and make them uh, brunette. So maybe they do something like that. Maybe they mm-hmm. give Lois a shave, uh, side cut, give her a mohawk, and dye her hair. I told you that. It 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 comes on your head, just throw that out. Like, just, no, none of that. No? All right. Okay. None of it. All right, James. You got it. Okay. I got it. I got two people already in the CW family ready to go there. They've been hanging out on Vancouver. They, they love Vancouver. Vancouver's love. It's just awesome to them. So I got one, Lucy Hale. Number two is Nina Dobrieve from the Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Right. Those are my two. Hey, just you know what you're acting like. I mean, they've done the acting in Vancouver. Brunettes, 
It's like they look. I mean, Lucy Hale has a strong. Per, I mean, she's had some good strong personality roles from uh, Pretty Little Liars. So, and uh, I'm sure. And after seeing uh, Nina in uh, what was that, Vander Cage, Part Two. I mean, she 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 tells she has a little more range than I would have thought uh, from watching the Vampire Diaries. Other than from by watching, I mean the commercials. So. Those those are two. I think I think we can work with those. So okay. Issues just got canceled. They're fine. All right. A while back, I asked you guys which shows desperately need to be taken off the air. What are you canceling if you had the pen? And after twelve seasons, The Big Bang Theory is going to be ending. What do you guys think about this ode to Nerdland and social misinteraction with women? Thank God. All right, Jamal, what do you think? Close, close the door. Close the door. <clears throat> How much bazinga would, could you really take? 12 years of it? Anybody I know who was watching that show when it was popular, when it was like the number one show to watch and everybody was talking about that, that's been, that's been 10 years. At least, 08, 09. Yeah, get rid of it. Something else. 12 years of that? Nah, we don't need it. 14 years of it, right? You said 14? Yeah. No, yeah. it's 12. 12 years. 12 years. 12, yeah. yeah. 12 years, yeah. Six years too long. Should have been off the air. Take Modern Family with you. Hey, Javon. You mm-hmm. still here? Oh, we didn't hear you. You said take, oh, you yeah. said take Modern Family too. Yeah, take Modern Family with you. <clears throat> Okay. Take Modern Family, take, uh, what do you call it, Law and Order? Just take them. Take them. Nobody will miss right. it. They'll come up with a new Law and Order. Don't worry. I mean, just. Right. They, they'll take that one off. <laughs> law and Order Milwaukee. <laughs> hey, Milwaukee's <laughs> a fine city, dang you. <laughs> SVU. Santa Monica. All right, Santa Monica. What are you thinking? You, did you watch Big Bang Theory? You upset? Not I just started to watch. I just started to watch Big Bang Theory. Um, I hadn't been watching it, um, so I just started watching it. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't bad. Uh, you know the episode of Soul was pretty good, but uh, yeah, uh, you know after you know twelve seasons of something, twelve seasons of anything is enough time. Um, so what should be uh, what we should. And I take uh, you could I guess you know maybe it's time for it to go. They all got to end at some point, right? Everything has its run, and uh, thank you. and take the Simpsons with you, please. So you know what I mean? Because I think the Simpsons has been on since I was in high school, and I I haven't heard anybody even mention a Simpsons episode in in, in ten years. Chief, the and Simpsons is still going. I don't thirty years. 30 years, nearly 30 years. That's what I'm trying to say, man. I remember when it started with the Tracy Ullman show. And mm-hmm. like I said, and at this point in time, yeah, so, you know, at this point in time, I mean, how long are we going to rock the Simpsons? So, yeah, I mean, like I said, at some point, everything has to end. So maybe it's just time for it to end. Like I said, I, I haven't watched it, so I get the pleasure of, of going through the seasons and, and checking it out. Um, and that's something, the beauty of, uh, not watching a show till the, you know, 
<laughs> for years. Uh, so I get to, yeah, for years. That's uh, like I hadn't seen Game of Thrones to like season five, and uh, I spent a weekend, well, a couple weekends watching that. So that's that's a good time, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's why you know that's just my thoughts. Jace, how about you? You care whatsoever? Uh, I think the our resonant Big Bang Theory expert is actually on assignment this week. I never got into this show. I, 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 I'm not a big fan of the comedies with the giant laugh track. It's like, it, it's funny. <laughs> I mean, like half the jokes, like that's why I never got into, what is it? Two and a half men. Any of those CBS comedies, they beat you over the head with the laugh track. I mean, like how I met your mother was the least funny before. Like they decided, Oh, let's just, in case you didn't think Barney was hilarious. Let's j- amp up this uh, laugh track. <laughs> And Big Bang, basically, as soon as they started, they did that. And I was never a fan of that. Uh, I think Melvin said they got better when they introduced the female characters, but they've been on there for probably six, seven seasons now, too. So, I'm like I said, like Chief and Javon said, it's, it's probably time to wrap that one up. Hey. Ain't no shame. You've been on the air for 14 years. You keep giving them two extra years. Man, he's giving them two extra paychecks, man. What are you, man? What are you the Knicks, Knicks trying to help Allen Houston out? Come on, man. Been on, been on the air for 17 years, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, you know, it just feels like it because that show is – anytime you've been on for a decade, man, it feels like you've been on the air for two decades. It's like when guys – there's a four-year college ball player. You feel like he's been playing there since you were in your early 20s. You know what I mean? It was at Jerry McNamara from Syracuse. He felt like he was playing there for 10 years. That's true. That's because they kept insisting yeah. he was going to be the next great player. Yeah, right. McNamara! All right. <laughs> they love saying his name. They did. So we got this DC Universe, and they are continuing to pump out news. Kevin Smith is going to be on a daily show, if I remember reading that correctly, and Brendan Fraser is going to be joining the Doom Patrol cast as the voice of Robot Man. It's been a long time since we've seen Brendan Fraser doing much of anything. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Are you more intrigued about checking out Doom Patrol now? Uh, now that Encino Man is going to be voicing him? Okay. I'm, all, I'm, I'm As soon as we're off this call, I'm actually going to do my pre-order for DC Universe to get my three three months free. I, I mean, I, if DC does something that actually has a positive step for their larger uh, live-action universe, I'm for it. Like, Brendan Fraser probably has a voice. If you don't see him, you might not even remember. It is Brendan Fraser, so... But he actually's like, man, that's a yeah, he's 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 got he's taking control of the role. But so him on Doom Patrol, that's cool. Like I'm I'm still trying to figure out how they're gonna do the Doom Patrol. But I guess I'll have to see when it actually comes out. But hey, that that, that could be good for him. I mean, good for the DC universe. Chief Javon, you got any thoughts on it? Are you thinking about getting DC Universe? No. Oh, oh. Uh, I don't know. What, what, what is DC? I haven't looked at it. What's DC Universe actually offer? Well, they've got access to all of their movies. And so, like, from Super Superman, Supergirl, 
Burton, etc. Batman films, um, access to their comic books, and you have access to exclusive figures, and they have original content TV shows, including the live-action Titans, the animated third season of Young Justice, a live-action Doom Patrol, Stargirl and the Justice Society, and a Harley Quinn animated series. I think a Swamp Thing show as well. I think maybe a couple other ones, but that's what immediately comes to my mind. So it's a lot of good content. Most of it is coming next year, but Titans is dropping later on this year. And if you sign up now, you can pay, I think it's $70 and $70 for 12 or for 15 months. 70 bucks. That's what That's for a year. Ah, yeah. That's less than Netflix. Yeah. yeah, but does it have the content? I mean... You much, think every every DC well, movie, much, you get like all of the bat, old Batman movies, you get all of the current Batman movies, you get all the Superman movies, you get... Uh, at, and I don't know, like, I'm, I'm assuming Smallville, I don't know if that's been confirmed. Uh, like, Smallville, I mean, come on. I mean, you can... That's, that'll make me not buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like all. I mean, all. I mean, like, and I think it's gonna have all the DC animated movies, and I can no confirmation yet, but I'm I'm assuming you probably have same day access to the digital, the new movies that you're already. Pay- I mean, if, especially for streaming folks, like you get that already, so you're paying less. Than what you get for the streaming movie. So, I mean, sounds like a great deal to me. Of course, I just said I was going to buy it. So, yeah, I was trying to look up real fast for you, Chief. It's a pretty decent deal. It's like $5 for 15 months. So, it's a quality deal. Of course, like like Jace, you said, it just depends on the content. Uh, looks like there's some games on there too. Oh, I'm sorry, it's a comic book. Uh, so it's the Batman animated series, uh, Watchmen. You can watch movies like Superman, Mask of the Phantasm, uh, Swamp Thing, uh, all the recent stuff that's gone on in the comic book world. Uh, all of the animated movies, so Flashback, uh, Flashpoint Paradox, Dark Knight Returns, the old school films. Uh, let's see. And Wonder Woman, Batman animated TV series and HD. Uh, let's see. And then you can read comic books uh, from Action Comics number one all the way down to the current Rebirth stuff. And let's see. Uh, members only merchandise, which you will be paying for. And it looks like that's that's it for now. But that's a ton of stuff. And if you're a DC fan, there's a lot of incentive to get it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm down with it. Good plan, and probably will be getting it, too. Now, the real catch is if Titans does not succeed, if that doesn't work, how that could affect the brand, or at least until Young Justice Season 3 comes out. All right, so uh, Crazy Rich Asians debuted at number one at the box office that seemed to be the case as all the experts predicted and a sequel is already in the works now so yay for diversity if any of you guys happen to go check it out are you going to jace let's start with you 
Yeah, I was. I, I planned on seeing it last week, but the movie theaters around here had it in horrible times. I don't think they really believed in the movie. They they basically made it so if the movie was like two hours long, they put it in like every three hour blocks around here. I, I was actually a little annoyed. I, I ended up seeing Equalizer, but uh, I think this weekend I'm going to go check it out. Okay. Javon? Oh, yeah, I'm going to see it. Um, it's just, I don't like the fact already a sequel. They just don't, they don't waste time in Hollywood. Boy. Well, this they one, waste time. this movie is based off of a trilogy of books. So it was more of a case of as long as, it's kind of like when the first Harry Potter gets made. Like, uh, we're assuming yeah. people are going to like it. We already so. planned it out. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's not like as long as the Virgin series. You know. Where they basically they they it does so bad they're just like we're not even making the sequel just forget it we're done wow forget it yeah I'm, I'm gonna see the version chief how about you you gonna see it yeah I, I'll see it if the uh, staff comes to the house the actors um, sit me down in a chair strap me to it and then pry my eyes open and make me watch it and uh, <laughs> then yes it will be watched so, so uh, not if on that's your the case yes. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> so, uh, moving on, James Bond 25 was set to come out next year, and the director, Danny Boyle, has decided, due to creative differences, that he will not be part of the film, and he will not be heading it up. So, that puts Bond 25 in kind of a odd position because it may not be coming out next year now, unless they can get somebody quickly to keep the film on track it was slated for uh pretty i mean you know it was one of those deals where it was going to come out probably late or it was set for november 8th and with the director who has not started shooting that could cause some problems who do you guys want to see direct this film are you excited about daniel craig coming back for another adventure is james bond and if not what would make you more excited about the next Bond film? Uh, Chief, let's start with you. Oh, I never, you know, I'm, I'm just not one of those guys who, for the most part, get into what director I like best. Um, so I don't, I don't care who directs it, to be honest with you. As long as it doesn't come out like that, uh, that first Incredible Hulk comic book style. Um <laughs> And uh, the second thing is, uh, you know, Daniel Craig was, he was a good James Bond. Um, you know, I have no problem with him as Bond. So, you know, if he comes back, um, you know, I'd love to see him. And if he doesn't, you know, uh, at this point, I mean, we've been through what? In my lifetime, four or five Bonds at this point? Um, you know, uh, uh we started out with Sean Connery, Roger Moore, uh, Pierce Bronson, I think, was a Bond. Uh, mm-hmm. And there was another, was there somebody else in the scene? You know, Daniel Craig. So, I mean, we've had Bonds. So, you know, I mean, eventually the character, the, the, the actor gets older, doesn't want to do it anymore, you know, gets a different Bond. Um, you know, um, I don't want to see Josh Gad as James Bond, but uh, you know, uh, but yeah, so, um, now shout out to Josh Gad though, because he's funny as hell. 
Um, but yeah, so you know, it doesn't matter if, if he, like I said, if he comes out and does it, uh, you know, I'll go see it. If he doesn't, I, you know, I'll still go see it. Um, Bond movies, you know, they tend to be, uh, for the most part, his, his, his these new era Bond movies tend to be pretty good. Um, over the years, like that, 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 that after Roger Moore, they, they, they kind of lost a little something in the substance, but they're, they're coming back now. Then the Craig is going to franchise back. So, yeah, I'll be looking forward to it. All right, Javon. Uh, a scenario I'd like to see is Ryan Coogler directing a Driz Elba's Bond, but we know that there's no way in hell that's going to happen. We'll see Daniel, well, I'm sorry, we'll see Donald Trump doing the State of the Union address, drop his pants and yell, I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy boy before we see that happen. Um, I'm going to tell you this, Henry Cable's going to be the next Bond. He's going to be the next Bond. He could work. I would be down to see him as Bond. Not a bad, not a bad choice. Jace, what about you? All right. Uh, I'm, and I, was, I was trying to look this up uh, kind of quick, but maybe Ridley Scott. Uh, he's done some action movies recently. Uh, I'm actually more concerned of what would Bond 25 be about. I mean, I know they introduced Blofeld at the end of, uh, was it Spectre? But if you're gonna do, if it's gonna be Bond 25, you gotta make it kind of epic. I mean, this is gonna probably wrap up Daniel Craig's run as James Bond. So he's 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 been like very different as Bond. Uh, he's never been one cracking all the jokes. He's like kind of the old. He's the jaded one who gets like jaded before he starts finding his humor or whatever the heck. So. You kind of got to figure out how you make this epic story transitioning him into the Sean Connery, uh, Roger Moore, James Bond versus the kind of stoic uh, action dude. So, like I said, maybe Ridley, Ridley Scott. I, I probably would do a little more research. Uh, heck, maybe F. Scott Gray. Uh, he, he could probably tackle it, do a little something different. So, but yeah, maybe maybe try and like I said, maybe try something different. But you gotta kind of make James Bond twenty five good, so gotta find a good one. All right. So Jace had this idea for us, so we're gonna try to tackle, knock it out here. Um, there've been a ton of movies, tons of comedies that have had sequels, some good, some bad, some tragically awful. And so on tonight's show, we're gonna try to break down the best and worst comedy sequels. Sequels. So, Jace, since this is your idea, why don't you start things off for us? All right. I'm going to start you off with the worst because I think that's easier. Uh, there, there was a funny movie. It's like the premise of this is ridiculous. Like two guys, little, little kind of slackers, but, you know, one, one's a hard worker. I'm sorry. They're not slackers. One's a hard worker. One's trying to figure out how to live just like his boss because his boss is doing well. I'm talking about Weekend at Bernie's, folks. God. Weekend at Bernie's was funny. It's like they're, they're running around with a dead guy. They're getting into hijinks. It, it, it's, it's a fun time. Unfortunately, some genius, maybe they had a great box office weekend and thought, you know what? We could do this again. 
and they decided to make Weekend at Bernie's 2. The boss is dead in the first movie. So the second one, they decided, hey, let's kind of bring him back to life with some voodoo magic. It'll work out fine, right? It did not work at all. Once you've wasted uh, your probably 78 to 90 minutes watching this movie, you are going to think once again, I could have used this time better doing almost anything than watching this movie. So that is my initial sequel that did not work. All right, Javon, what you got? <clears throat> uh, worst? We're doing worst and best, right? Yeah. Did Jake, Jake, where's your best? Or are you coming back to him? All right, Jace, go ahead. Let's hit your best first. Oh, I was going to come back to it. Okay, all right. We just do the, we do the uh, worst first then. All right. Um, any, Eddie, any sequel to an Eddie Murphy comedy? Take your pick. They're all bad. It's all bad. Beverly Hills Cop, two, three, terrible. Um, Nutty Professor, two, garbage. Uh, be- uh, what else? Another 48 Hours. Oh, God. Chocolate Daddy. It's just, it's all bad. Anytime Eddie's suited up for a sequel to one of his movies, it's it's bad. So any of the Eddie sequels. And it, there's tons more, but I'm just going to right there is where we're going to keep it right now. She, what you got? A worst sequel. Uh, oh, bad sequel. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of one now. Um, hold on. Uh, give me. Give, come back to me in like two minutes. All right. Uh, let's All see. Right. You good? Okay. For me, it is very clear and obvious. Legally Blonde too. I really like that first film. The second one made me never want to see another Legally Blonde installment again. It was just, it was terrible. And all of the fun that that seemed to come so natural and easy in the first one just felt so lazy and uninspired in the sequel. I mean, there's just nothing about that film that I liked. So when I I think of bad sequels in, in general, not even comedy sequels, that one is always near the top of one of my least favorites. And since we can snake back around, I'm going to now go with uh, one of my favorite comedy sequels, and that's Naked Gun Two and a Half. Those films were all funny to me, and it was just Leslie Nielsen was just hilarious, and his his deadpan delivery, and just every sight gag, bad pun, stupid scenario, and just outrageous. I mean, it was so much outrageousness in those films, but they were so smart and so funny. Everything that Happy Time Murders is not. Uh, it just, it cracks me up. So love those films. Love that sequel. One of my favorite comedy sequels. Jay King, how about you? Oh, uh, God. I'm trying to think, man. Good comedic sequels. Ah. Uh. There aren't many. I had to really think about that. There aren't a ton that you could say was as good as um, Naked Gun. Yeah, that that's that's right there. But <clears throat> overall, if I had to pick one, God, 
Man, I'm really trying to think. I wanted to say um, Bogus Journey, but yeah. Bogus Journey for a lot of folks, it was, for a lot of folks, Bogus Journey was garbage. Like, well, I can't get They say Bogus Journey is good, too, so it seems like it's right, really so in the middle on it. It's in the middle. If I had to pick, I'm going to say Batman and Robin. That was hilarious. That was not a comedy. That was hilarious. <laughs> it was a comedy. It was a comedy. <laughs> That's my pick, Batman and Robin. They came back big time in that series. They made that one funny as hell. Javon, they weren't trying to make it funny. The, uh, the bat nipples were supposed to be me. taken seriously. You could have fooled me, Jeff, because that, to me, was a... That was the funniest movie of 1997. And 98, when that came on, funniest movie of the year. I loved it. I thought that was the best comedy of the 90s. Forget something about Mary, all that. No, clueless, all that. Batman and Robin was the funniest movie of the 90s. <clears throat> Jace, what do you got? Okay, so in my best polarizing though it may be and it created one of the worst sequels because everybody complained and cried that it was too much like the first one but I'm going to go with The Hangover Part 2 Good choice. The Hangover Part 2 yes it took the same formula but it actually had some new characters around you actually had a reason why some of the people weren't there that movie was hilarious I mean and it didn't, I mean, I didn't have to see what's his name's uh, joint running around. I was a happy camper. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, you, there were some scenes that you did have to turn your eyes and uh, wait. I know y'all are talking about Bangkok. Turn your eyes now. But for the most part of that movie, I mean, I mean even the joke that followed up that scene was just like, it, it was hard not to laugh at that. I mean, there, there's just so many good scenes in there and him being drunk and randomly in Thailand, I mean, in, in Bangkok, just was a, was a perfect next step for that movie. So Hangover Part 2 is, is definitely my, my favorite sequel other than Naked Done 2 and half. The Smell of Fear. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Hey, Jeff. Yo. So, I'm, and you know, this came on TV two nights ago, and I watched it. Uh, the first episode, the first Conan. So if you watch the first Conan, when you watch the second one, you're like, what the hell? So that was, the, the sequel didn't make sense. Because they so did you're the calling that story. a comedy? <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I didn't give you my two bad... Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. He's, okay. he's getting the wind-up. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I, I just did my, I just did my, um, I just did my first, my first, um, bad sequel, right? That was, that was the, was it a comedy bad sequel? Comedy. Or just bad comedy. sequel the first time around? Comedies. Oh, just comedy bad sequel. Uh, a comedy bad sequel. Jesus. Um, I might have to, I might have to go with, uh, my man Devon here. Um, shoot, and that Eddie Murphy part two was garbage. Was that, uh, was that the alphabet crimes? The Eddie, the Beverly Hills Cop with the alphabet crimes. Oh, God, yeah. 
Take your pick. Um, that, was, bad. that was a horrible one um, for, 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 for a uh, sequel. Um, I'm trying to think of another sequel that was bad, man. Uh, and then a good a good comedy sequel. Yep. Ooh. A good comedy sequel. <laughs> I'm trying to think that I like anything that came out again. Uh, Deadpool two. I thought Deadpool two was a comedy. So, yeah, that's that was that was pretty funny. Uh, part two. Um, so I guess yeah, that, that Eddie Murphy that time was a horrible, horrible, the alphabet crimes. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, what are you gonna do, man? Ladies was a good time though. <laughs> all right, well, those are solid choices all around, fellas. Any nominees for your TV movie Hollywood Dummy of the Week? Jay, let's start with you. Uh, I, I, I neglected last, uh, I think it was a couple weeks ago, you actually made us do an assignment for Big Brother. It's uh, a girl who... No, I mean, because like, I, 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 I neglected to mention it like a couple weeks ago. I feel like I got to bring it back. Uh, it, the girl who decided she was so smart and put her target and told everybody she had a superpower that she could, you know, change the game. And then magically she decided she needed to tell one person who told the whole damn house. And then the next week she got backdoored out of there. So, uh, and her, and, uh, what's her name? She, uh, Shaggy C. I can't remember his name. Swaggy P. Swaggy C, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, what's it? What was her, What was the girl's name, Jeff? Beth? Or? Bailey. 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 So yeah. I'm going to have to say, Bailey, even though it was a couple weeks ago, she's actually my TV dummy of the week. Well, Jace, uh, if you're continuing to watch it, there there's a new candidate from this week's uh, run. Oh, okay. And he may be an even – he may have made an even more idiotic game move. Javon, how about you? Uh, <clears throat> I got to say the fans of AGT, America's Got Talent, because I I got to throw myself in the mix because I, I really enjoy watching that show sometimes. It, it's a geek show because uh, a lot of times you end up laughing at the people who are auditioning because they, they're going to show the bad auditions. But the last two, three seasons, I've noticed more and more that they've got all of these ringer candidates, these ringer uh, uh, contestants who've been on international versions of this show or in other other shows or in the same kind of vein. And we believe them. To stay. They're only going to do they're, – they're going to trot out these folks, and they're only going to do what they do. You know, they, the, the, the creators of the show, Simon Cowell, whoever else, the folks who are responsible for putting on this show, are going to source the talent, and they're going to do what they do. They give you the heartwarming backstory or whatever. They try this person out, and you, the dumb um, viewer, think that, oh, my God, this is the first time, you know, this person's getting to perform. A lot of these people have been gigging around the world for for years. There's no such thing as 
as undiscovered raw talent when you get to these shows. It's all set up. And I say the audience because this week people are just now finding out that like five or six of the contestants that made it to the live rounds are uh, winners or were finalists on like the UK version of The Voice. Uh, Asia's got talent. Britain's got talent. So it's just a recycled pool of performers that makes its way to the American market. And we don't know any better by the time they walk across that stage. So it's for the audience of AGT. We we got had. You got played. We're the dummies. Chief, you got anything? Um, this is uh, I was just thinking of something too. Um, run back to topic real quick. Dummies of the week. Oh, there it was. Um, Affleck. When you uh, when you're an alcoholic, but a millionaire, dozens of times over, get the liquor man to come inside to deliver your liquor. You know you you know they're watching you. It it doesn't make any sense to 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 to, to get caught doing something you're not supposed to. Uh, I, I was like, yo, he's an alcoholic, but he's He's got the liquor guy outside. You met him outside? Didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, you got to be better. I mean, you, you want to drink. This is the purpose of you calling them over. Yet, in plain view, you take delivery of the bottle. I didn't like, sir, can you step in? I'd have closed the door. I'd have took the bottles from him. He would have walked out with whatever. No one had been wiser. He's out in the, in the open air just, hey, listen, let me get this liquor up off you. You know, that's like buying guns outside. You know, right by the precinct. <laughs> uh, nah, man, just pull up into the precinct. Pop the trunk. Let me see what kind of guns you got. Police free. Oh, my God, how did this happen? You know, it doesn't make sense, man. So, that's my dummy of the week. If you're going to do something you're not supposed to be doing, you got to be better. Well, can't argue with any of that. Fellas, thank you as always. And everyone out there, hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back better than ever next week. For now, we're rolling out of here. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.